Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first ever episode of Rock and Stone. This is a side project. This is a very silly thing. This is a bit of a 40k them crooked vultures situation. We've got a few people from different teams together um, to start a faction specific podcast because we were having some good chats around the leagues of Votan, uh, the newest army in 40k um, to come out and we figured that a, a Votan specific podcast might have little legs, might have little, little legs to go and do something with. So <laughs> that's that's what we're doing. Um, we're going to be talking all things Votan. I don't know how regularly we'll do this yet. We'll work it out. Um, but the goal will be to talk through the ins and outs of the Votan Index, Votan rules, um, our experiences with the army, a um, little bit of Votan lore and fluff and all that stuff as well. And then obviously down the line when Votan gets some exciting new toys, um, we can explore all of that as well. Um, so I'll introduce my other esteemed guests from from two of the great 40k teams in, in just a moment, and then we'll get into talking about the Votan Index and its uh, bumpy ride in 10th so far. Um, I am Tom Lowest of Men, and I am obviously a 6++ uh, member, and I'm very gobby, as you know, because you'll have heard me on the internet, so that may be why you're here. But I'm joined tonight by two wonderful people, one of which... No offense, James, is the most handsome man in 40k. Oh, he is. Jake oh, Harding. He is. <laughs> yeah, there's no point, right? You just have to hold your hands up. Jake Harding, yeah, man. <laughs> it's an award that is won, and every year there's all a, there's only one person that's in contention, and it's this guy over here. <laughs> a, a, a close second is Chris from Six Plus Plus. Oh, that's that's <laughs> nice. Bit of flattery yeah. for our captain. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Just because so, I'm on his channel, so you got to respect yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Steve will feel about that, but that's all right. Oh, he knows he's third. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, do you want to tell people a little bit about yourself um, and then or your background with the leagues of yeah. OTAN? This is like the like AA meeting, isn't it? Yeah. Hi, I'm Jake. <laughs> I play Votan. Um, I yeah. love dwarves, yeah. Yeah, so um, from Vanguard Tactics on YouTube. So we do like regular live streams on Wednesday nights, 7 p.m., mm. where we do play battle reports. I yeah. play Votan. No one else plays Votan because uh, they know what happens. We all have like one army no one else allowed to touch. Uh, mine is that. Uh, I love Votan. Um, the moment the first model got announced from Games Workshop, what was it, like around April Fool's last year or something like that? Um, yeah, instantly fell in love. I've loved Warhammer so Fantasy good. for years. I saw a dwarf in 40k. I thought this was my time. So yeah, um, <laughs> and been loving them ever since, except for that rocky yeah. patch at the start of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's it. Now, wonderful, and obviously Vanguard, uh, absolute giants in the game. And yeah, there are some good Votan uh, bat reps on on the on the Vanguard page. If you want to go and see that, and actually, I did. I think the first thing I did when I was starting to pick up Votan in tenth was listen to you on on Vanguard Tactics talking about the army. I think you did a very good job of uh, of hiding your disappointment <laughs> in those in those videos. <laughs> it's uh, it's a skill. I think. It's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> so, i was like i really like this yeah, <laughs> this, this is, is fun. this is really good this will be fine um mm. okay and also tonight joining me is the wonderful james marsden from toys of mass destruction james tell us a bit about yourself man um yeah so i so it's toys of mass destruction we do regular tournaments kind of once a quarter kind of local to hertfordshire mm -hmm. um we've got a little bit of a podcast going but kind of we've had quite a few things kind of happen with the team Good things. I've had a baby. One of our mates is starting a new business. Mm -hmm. So we kind of put it on hold a little bit at the moment. Mm. Um, kind of, I played Votan, kind of picked up Votan similar. There's a kind of painting project when they first yeah. came out. Finally built up to 2K towards the end of 9th and ran them 
I think in the last one or two tournaments of ninth. You did. Um, mainly as just a break from Necrons. Yep. I played <laughs> over 200 games as Necrons and was like, I need something else to play. I love yeah. dwarves. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a good fit. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I played you at one of those tournaments. You were, my, I think, you were my only loss to Votan in ninth edition. Yeah. I was, I was going into it. I was like, I've never beaten James, but he is on Votan, which I've always beaten. Maybe I've got a chance. And now nah, I got a school. Absolutely, yeah. that was um, that was not a close game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never really put the pressure on enough in that game. I just got gently backhanded by by the dwarves. But it was a slightly different way of playing Votan to what I'd gone up against actually. And you you play it in a much more measured and, yeah. well, and controlled I think- way. I back in ninth, he was running the big twenty round blobs at Halfkin. Yeah, which was I'm, I'm really sad that you can't do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the mass stores were really, really good. Cool. As for myself, it's quite a similar story. When when Votan dropped, obviously they had the April Fools release. I wasn't massively like taken with that one dwarf, but then once the models started coming, stuff like the the um the hearth guard and the land fort and some of these big big vehicles and cool characters and stuff i was just like yeah this is this is extremely cool and i had a bit of a sort of inverse reaction when everyone was really outraged about votan i was kind of like oh leave them alone they're brand new you know it's only a little dwarf army. they're only small yeah yeah. (laughs) they're only small it's not their fault the rules writers are often that like i was kind of like oh okay well everyone's hating on them so i want to kind of get some and and paint some they they are lovely to paint actually because it's sort of space marines a little bit of extra detail here and there but really like it's nice just painting nice armor effects and stuff which i'm really enjoying because i'm not a natural painter but i'm finding these something i can actually get to a point where i feel pretty happy with them which is great okay right well let's do some greetings um to our various guests we've got phil gill in the chat scrivos in the chat saying yes jake yeah that's exactly the kind of energy we, we did get to play yes he played you right play, yeah. yeah yeah i thought he was absolutely gonna bend me over i'm not gonna lie <laughs> after his first, uh, <laughs> like he did the, like the moment an aggressive unit gets out shoots something and then moves right back into a land raider i'm like oh god he's got me hasn't he <laughs> 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 but my little my little tubby dwarfs were too much for him so yeah, yeah that was great that was he actually i've seen in his list building in our chat at the moment like judgment tokens come up like i think you're in his head because he keep, like he keeps saying things about sort of trying to counter like votan tech and like, i love the idea of votan being a meta menace and you've got to like you've got a plan for the votan matchup <laughs> it's just right here right yeah here. That's, that's <laughs> living rent, living rent free in, in scrivo's head hello to existence uk hello to is life um hello to scrivo again sorry scrivo <laughs> highly church ridden high kobe um there was a bit of mic cutting out is life i think it cut out at the start i think it's now okay i think it should be fine i think it's all right now there was a slight cut out but if if it does persist let us know yeah i could have a look so yeah, no problem. And also, yeah, just let us know whose ice, whose mic is cutting out, just in case we need to address that. But absolutely fine. Wonderful. Okay, right. Let's chat. Let's give you a bit of an overview of how it's been for Votan because it's been a bit of a crazy ride. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the return of Votan. Um, how would you describe and define the return of the leagues of Votan to 40k, Jake, as someone who is right on the front lines of it? Uh, what, as in from ninth edition? Because. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You ever watch like Avengers Infinity War where like <laughs> Thanos just like sort of casually strolls in with like his massive glove, proceeds yeah. to turn the whole world upside down and then yeah. no one really speaks about him for about four years. I think that's <laughs> how it felt like 
like yeah. they, their book like got obviously leaked as sadly yeah. a lot of things do um depending on which side mm. of the coin you are um and it was just nuts the <clears throat> internet exploded yeah. there was outrage these are too powerful they're too cheap everything like that it's um, one of the largest outrages i've seen kind of mm-hmm. in, in i think community. so yeah but other than yeah, I think at the time, like I can't really compare. Like even Eldar in tenth edition, I don't think had that it, much outrage. It felt different. Yeah, and um, yeah. yeah. So no, I think I think they, they probably me. made people <laughs> angrier than anybody else. Yeah, um, which is quite ironic, really, isn't it? <laughs> for the for the dwarves, isn't it? Yeah, everyone's got a massive grudge against them. Um, and then as we sort of move on. Uh, we see that obviously they did get the nerfs they deserved and everything. Oh, Tom's Tom's thing's gone. Um, now is he back? You back, Tom? Hey, you good? Yeah, I think I had a brief technical concern oh. there. I, I oh. think we're now back in the room. Oh, that's right. Uh, we were just saying about how um, so like as like obviously because the outrage was so much, Games Workshop did quite well to address it quite quickly. Um, well, they did it even before the um, the book was out. Yeah, which is even more nuts, I think, is fair to say. Oh, Tom's 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 getting out. Oh goodness gracious! Right, let's oh, try again. Gracious, <laughs> amazing. Um, is this working? I think I think you're like right. Anyway, I'll I'll keep rambling about Photan. Um, so the main thing was the like obviously like you know they addressed it quite quickly. Uh, points went up. And then I believe in chapter approved, the points went down, didn't they? Like some of them went down. Thunderkin went but down. I think some went down and then some others went up again. Yeah, which was fun for all the family. Um, but yeah, so they've had quite a rocky start, especially like, you know, models wise, they haven't had the biggest selection either. So I think like when you have an army that has quite a low model count, when you nerf a unit, it hits the army very hard. It's not like a Space Marines where, you know, the equivalent the equivalent of you know one unit is another unit you know type yeah. of thing so yeah it's definitely interesting uh, i think it's fair to say um and uh yeah so far so good really we've had more limited edition models than i think i've seen for any other army as well so that's cool <laughs> um yeah like over- yeah. overall it they was... obviously had some spare sculpts <laughs> yeah um overall i think it was positive <laughs> though like if we go if we take out like the mass outrage and then like where where it got to i felt was a very healthy part like they they definitely struggled doing secondaries back in ninth edition definitely. um but but their sheer damage output could sort of make up for it it was like a ticking time bomb like you basically get x amount of time to win the game and if you if you're not you know and if you can survive that then you then you do it type of thing yeah. um but yeah yeah it was it was dramatic it was definitely dramatic i think yeah. um it's but wild. i think yeah i think people have emotionally recovered from it all now and i think there were some lessons there about probably what you don't do when you're trying to release a new book don't try and literally give it everything under the sun yeah but i did feel that was, they, they just they were in a good place i think eventually at the end of nine yes they were in a pretty good spot mm. Yeah, and no, they had quite a distinct play. place as well. They played in this, the, that sort of slow, steady, creeping way, and they did have their weak spots, but they also mm. had their strengths. And they kind of they did feel very dwarfy. And even the secondary yeah. game felt very dwarfy by the end. You know, you had to go and do specific things and roll onto points on the map at the right time and all that stuff. Um, and obviously, that takes us through to the present. 
Sorry, everyone, for my technical issues. I think we're through them now, hopefully. But uh, Jake, Jake very bravely just soldiered on, which I appreciate. <laughs> the, the, the little legs can get to yeah. the finish eventually. That's exactly it. I was, like, I, I was trying to embody the Votan release in real time by just being complete chaos and all over That's the shop. <laughs> Official representation. Yeah, so let's talk about the 10th edition index. Because obviously this came out and I think they basically Votan basically dropped off the map for a little while. That was a real a real issue because this was not an index that was pulling up trees. So what do we think the main issues with the Votan were on their release in tenth edition? Other than the fact that obviously Eldar killed everyone. If we ignore what Eldar were doing, yeah. um what were Votan's issues? Uh I'll let you go first, James. I think yeah, go for you, you you're better at analysing than me, I think. I think the the, the critical issue was that the, the kind of foundation we had at the end of ninth of what was what fell to play Votan was just gone. So yes. you lost a you lost a triple judgment. Everything lost a ballistic skill, bar mm-hmm. I think the half guard. Um and then all the kind of unique little bits we'd come to know and love in ninth Votan all went. Mm-hmm. Which wasn't too dissimilar to what obviously a lot of other armies were facing. But because yeah. Votan was so new, it almost felt a little worse. So you yeah. kind of, all the flavour and all the kind of tech you used to have you didn't have and as jake said because the roster is so small you feel that even more yeah no i think that's completely fair because they suddenly didn't feel particularly durable no. they still didn't feel like you got much stuff i think that was the other key thing yeah. right was that the actual bodies on the board didn't really get much better than it had been even when they were jacked up on rules yeah. i mean i remember kind of the first 10th list I built was almost the same models I was running in ninth, <laughs> and I was okay. like but everything hits worse and I don't have the same tech what what am I gaining here I'm missing something yeah yeah no 100% and they, they there were some nice tricks I always thought looking at the indexes that the there were a couple of nice enhancements there were some nice stratagems there was some stuff you could do but there were also very real limits on it like it's not a high AP index no, there's a, a real lack of AP across the index there are like a couple of units that can get to ap3 although obviously melee is a bit different but we'll talk about that another day but you can certainly have a good time in melee if you're if you are so minded um and i think in other ways as well it just felt a little bit clunky um with the lack of assets to play the mission didn't really feel like it was very easy to play the cards or even play fix you didn't have quite enough stuff and it felt like a lot of other stuff had stuff that for it's quite an honest index right you're going to roll forward you're going to shoot stuff you're going to fight and then other people are like oh this guy you can't shoot me outside of 12 or i can shoot you from miles away with tons of mortal wounds or i go up in the air and come back down behind you all of these kinds of things and you're sort of like oh i'm wandering around on my little legs and you're just dancing around me doing all kinds of nonsense so it felt like it was quite hard for it to keep up i think to an extent that is still an issue into some of the armies in the game i don't think it's completely um gone away but obviously i think some of the changes now have definitely created a lot more room um for optimism um so maybe we can talk about that next let's think about the the data slate because this has brought votan players back out uh, mm. back out to play again in force there's quite a lot of them about at the minute yeah. right and the win rate looks good which is lovely i wasn't sure quite where it would end up but actually it's looking healthy like above 50 um so that's a really enjoyable place for them to be so what do we think about the 34 percent though well sorry much better than 34%. It's a lot better than 34 yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. that. We'll give them credit. Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely, honestly, playing games with Votan before that slate, it was like, oh, God, I have to literally work my ass off to yeah. lose narrowly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that sentiment, yeah. 
Yeah, you're just sort of like, if I just play all my cards right, do everything right, I might lose by a bit. I'll oh, at yeah. least get 60. I'll yeah. at least get 60. <laughs> so obviously the data slate did change a couple of different things. Hmm. Um, if we start with the change to the judgment tokens, what? how do we think this kind of helps the army and opens things up? I think it was, I think it's probably like, I think it was one of these changes when you look at it and you go, that doesn't seem that big a deal. But then when you actually like analyze it and go, now it means a load of my strats are proccing easier. Yeah. It now means obviously like the, like if you also look at most meta lists, I like to think there's probably only about four real threats in the lists maximum anyway. Yeah. So, um, which, which as we, when we talk about LGT, there is a good example of this. I had in one of my games. (laughs) Um, and it's just the case of like, wow, I now get plus one a hit and wound versus all this stuff. And like, I've got yeah. lots of strength five or strength 12 or strength yeah. 10 or strength nut six. And I just think it was, I think it's very, very good. Um, I definitely think maybe a bit too many units to pick, uh, but I, I don't think, know. I think this is the best part of the day. It's like, yes. Yeah. Because yes. You, you can be aggressive from the get go. Yes. You mm. don't have to sacrifice. I mean, I was running Sagittarius with, Splitting the units to try and throw a unit of five away and be like, maybe the right thing will kill it. And I might, <laughs> might get hit. And, you know, but now you just you stick the four down and you, you have it straight away. And yeah, I think yeah. that that lets you be able to play a lot more aggressively, which yes. as a Votan player, that they don't move fast. No. They are quite rigid. You need to be aggressive as soon as you can to try and get the edge. Yeah, no, which I do agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's completely right. And I, I quite like 4. I, I mean, we'll see balance-wise if they end up needing adjustment. But I, what I like about 4 is that in a lot of matchups, I can pick three real problem units. And then one thing where it's like, I know where you're going to be. You're going to be in the middle of the board really soon, right? Because either... This, the lovely thing that I find with Votan at the minute is people go, oh, well, you've got all this pregame move, but I can put my Nurglings here or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you can. And I can have... Four CP next turn. Yeah. That's what that's that's, <laughs> that, that's that's what happens, right? That's your that's your yeah. choice. You can either stop my massive flood of like bikers and Sagittarius and all this crap coming towards you, or you can stop me having CP. It's not very easy to do both. No. Um, so I think four gives you that bit of flexibility where you can pick like a few hard targets and then something that you're like, ah, you'll die. You're gonna you're gonna die good and early. Mm. You don't you don't look long for this world. Um, so yeah, it's a massive change. I think the thing with the guns in the book is that. They're all basically as if they've written as if you are going to get judgment a lot, right? Yeah. There's not, there's not like, there's a bit of strength 12, like a handful of strength 12 guns, but then everything else is below. And like, this is a game now where there can be a lot of like high toughness T11, T12 bodies out there. So, and it just into hordes or things like, things like the big stacks that want to be durable, like on foot, you just suddenly go to a place where you're hitting it, wounding it on twos. And it's just yeah. delightful. Absolutely delightful. It's rough. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. As you say, they are an army right now where it feels like pushing out and being quite aggressive is, is a way to run the army and they do need yeah. to be on the front foot. And that I find the games go best where you can set the tempo early. And now, yeah, it's a lot more feasible to do that. What do we think to the points? How do we think the points this, changes? This was this. How was many points this, did you guys get on your list when that came? I got, got four hundred. <laughs> yeah, I think just I got about three sixty. So uh, I got two five five. So I'd obviously oh. I, was get, I was obviously getting closer to the the optimal build already. <laughs> I think um, the main thing because this is what was quite interesting because this is this is my bit that I thought made the army very powerful 
is um, just the amount of stuff that you can have in an army. Like, you can flood the table with models, which helps to play with that style of, you know, like getting up in people's faces yeah. and know that you're not just throwing things away as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like... And also, like, let's be honest, like, Hearthguard were already, like, probably the stand... Well, they were the standout unit in the army. Yeah. And they went down as well, which was great. I couldn't believe that. I thought that was, was, I thought that was the, the one unit. Was going to stay, it was going to be them. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I think Thunderkin are probably fine at their points, but I think Hearthguard are probably fine. And then yeah. Thunderkin went down 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone at Games Workshop were like, write that down, write it down. Write it down. I, mean, I remember we were talking about Sagittarius and Hearthkin, Tom, mm. and we were like, yeah. you know, if they're like 225, 250 for like 10 and a Sagittarius, yeah. that would be really good. And now it's like... <laughs> 200 points for yeah, yeah. yeah. we were being, I, like, I think this, we were this... being really reasonable in what we were asking for we were like yeah. just bump like 30 off warriors yeah, in, a, in a bumper car that's all i want yeah. and then they're like what if we gave you points off literally everything yeah it was nuts i i just like the moment i saw sagittal was 100 points and i saw warriors were 110 i was like yeah six of those looks really good yeah 100 yeah. <laughs> the thing with warriors is it's remembering that it means that five mans are 55 that's the crucial yeah thing. that's yeah. the main thing the little tiny tradey actiony units that sort of are the lifeblood of scoring and, and contesting are so cheap now yeah. and you can really you can really get a bunch of them on the board i think the other thing i love with it is that it's actually opened up the characters in a way it yeah. felt like all the characters were just so expensive you're like i can't and the, the army was so expensive you're like, i literally can't afford to take any like i take one or two to get the enhancements on now you can kind of play around with them stuff like the forge master which i wasn't really looking at now makes sense because you can have forge master and a brick of six and actually that's quite a reasonably yeah. pointed unit right yeah 100 um, i've seen people running like just grimnirs in sagittars i've not tried you said, this you said blow up right it's the richard siegler like i think he went on art of war and put two in and then ever since then everyone's like you need to take two of these grim wears or whatever they are yeah and i'm like personally i think they're crap (laughs) i'd rather just have five tubby bin lid headed dwarfs yeah make an objective sticky yeah and just get about their day and that's all i want (laughs) like i don't want i love my yeah exactly (laughs) I will try Gandalf at some point because he's on. I'm still painting my way through the characters. The other one I'm going to try is Uther, the Destined, because he actually I doesn't like look it. terrible, right? He does. You, did you run he him at okay. LGD? He does look okay. See, I'd actually okay. chickened out. However, Danny, <laughs> Danny Porter then went and proved me wrong by yeah, getting to the shadow with, with it, right? him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I even said I put on something on Insta like Uther. I think it's all right, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, shut up, shut up." And then like next thing I know, he's on the shadow round, and everyone's like, "Oh, Uther looks okay." Yeah. I think I'm like, with oh, him, I'd never got over just how badly written a couple of his rules on the sheet were, where he had like he could change a damage roll for himself. It's like he doesn't do any damage when he does any roll he could change. And but then you look at the other rules and you're like, oh, actually, okay, yeah, I can see how this. Turning all damage to one is very all tasty damage to for one him. is nuts, yeah. right? Especially because yeah. people are really into like epic challenge right now, and you go, yeah, yeah. yeah come and epic challenge Uther if you want, have a go. Like, <laughs> I like the idea of him just sitting like on a back point on his own, and if you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just shoot indirect at him. I'm like, yeah, good luck, mate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he definitely definitely has a role in that. So that's something I would like to try. And also, what's nice with him is he fits in the bumper cars, right? Because he's not exo armor, no, so he, yeah. he can ride with the little mm. foot lads. So 
a pest, I think he would be. That's what I would use him as. Very annoying. It's obnoxious. interesting. It's also interesting you call them bumper cars because I call them Hot Wheels. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you call them, James? We can all have like a yeah, different. That's name one for the listeners. What, what cute names do you have for your Sagittarius? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I do like Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Wheels. It's yeah. a Hot Wheel. Yeah. 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 I like that. Moon yeah. buggies. I've heard moon buggies. Moon buggies. Yeah, like yeah, that's a good one. But bumper Some... cars. I just like bumper cars because that's that's how I like to play them. I like to sort of eat, eat them up and get them in trouble. That... It's a tank shock. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the net effect is. I guess the net effect with the points is just that you now have your cutting edge, which is better because of the judgment, mm-hmm. and enough stuff to go and score. Right. That I think that was the killer thing. You've, you've probably got. In terms of just actual units and spread of units for it, quite a chunky army, a lot more than a lot of our equivalents out there, right? You can use a lot of different assets. Um, and it makes with warriors being so cheap, with that OC2 and the reach of a Sagittarius, just like you become a little primary devil. You're really, you're really annoying to the opponent because until they put all these vehicles away, they're going to have a real issue scoring. But it's yeah. with the assault rifle as well. Yeah. The high lads. Extra yeah, 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 yeah. I love the high lads. No, no shame in saying I dug through all of my bits to try and find <laughs> these weapons. I like, I'd actually oh, built, I'd built two with it initially without really looking at the stats. Looked at the stats and knocked them was like, well, this is just a wasted model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did the same when when I first got the box. I literally literally just built all the guns. Yeah. Just like, just all the guns, because who knows where this will go, right? <laughs> I like the rotary cannon, like on a weird name, the kill team one. Yes. I, yeah, I really yeah, yeah, like yeah. it. I think yeah. I think there's actually like because I the only reason I had magma rails at LGT is because I didn't have like any other weapon I could want yeah. to take. But like actually now looking at it, having like free rates, so having like the rotary cannon, because then you could put the rotary cannon in one of the crappy units yeah. and or just double stack and you've got like six was it like it would work out as like twelve strength six shots or something in rapid fire with the auto nice. rifle as well. So yeah, yeah, it's nice. No, exactly. I think that's that's kind of where they fit in, doesn't it? Because the Magmarel is a swingy beast these days we'll Terrible. talk about magrails another day but suffice <laughs> to say, i was laughing at the iron hands detachment that just came out because i was like oh good so if you did run your magna rail <laughs> you did just blank it with a tech marine so you're, you're right back to right back to the bottom of the hill even if you did try and use your 24 inch magna rail or your 18 inch magna rifle <laughs> oh, it's all about these uh cyclic iron the, uh, cannons. that's very much where the very dangerous at a short distance title for today came from i was like that's that feels quite appropriate yeah. so a good Gimli quote yeah. as well. <laughs> um, Laj fifty seven says, "Hello, sexiest men in forty k." We'll take that. We'll absolutely take mm. that. That's very, very kind. That's what we want. That's what we want. <laughs> Dante <laughs> says, "Tank shock." Stephen starts crying. I feel like, he's, oh. yeah, there's some there's some background to that. <laughs> oh, we 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 played a game last night where I tried to like pressure him into tank shocking something that would be terrible to tank shock, <laughs> and then he did his classic like, "Just because you're peer pressure doesn't mean you should do something." And I was, <laughs> and then and then and then like it got to a point in like the game later on where he then was like, "Oh, I'm going to charge this with the land raider," and I was like, "Tank shock, tank shock, tank shock," <laughs> <laughs> and he did it, and like because everybody had like because that was like two hours ago like yeah. nobody then remembered so, yeah. <laughs> i do tank shot with both hands sometimes it's grenade i find grenades grenade. i use all the time i all. didn't realize the bikes had it until yeah they do actually. they yeah. do <laughs> I like the 
never mm. fails to amaze me. I love the pioneers, man. They're so good. Ninety points. What a unit! Like I couldn't. When I was, that was I, another I, one. They were that, yeah, that was yeah. my three. I was like the pioneers probably fine at 105 and they're yeah. like nah 15 no. off. Nuts. <laughs> get it down get it ready down. We'll be back with you. <laughs> i did have one opponent where he was like he was just like what is this like they're coming off one borders they're coming on the other border mm-hmm. it's like they're running all the way around like, like, i just don't believe it for a second mm-hmm. his, his poor immersion was breaking <laughs> his immersion <laughs> yeah he was he was upset with it he didn't feel the game was playing what what out. what, what, what set off his immersion more that all the gray buildings on all the same tables <laughs> with, the, with the stained glass or these little tons of flying bikes very square churches <laughs> <laughs> there's an l shape in every city i did think it looked a bit prettier than it has obviously i think i like the little touches i, think I will give i will give guy. them their credit and their flowers i think this was in my opinion this was the best lgt i've yeah. ever been to yeah. but the commitment to steadily making it look a bit more sort of bearable i think is is good fun right yeah. i think as well you got to respect that's a lot of terrain oh yeah whoever zach's employing to like sort of chop shop like yeah. bake these paint these i'll give him absolute <laughs> fair play <laughs> <laughs> wonderful yeah. right well let's talk some games let's talk about how votan mm-hmm. have been playing um post slate because obviously we've we've played a few james i know you've not had as much time to play but have you have you been able to get any games in? i played you? a couple um yeah. and i am starting to get back into it now um okay great baby's old enough i've got permission so we're all oh, no. and how have you found new votan I mean, really good. I'm really good. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I played a few before the day of Slate and was like, these feel okay. You know, yeah. I see little bits here and there, and I think yeah. they're fine. And then I played a game against Blood Angels, and it was like, okay, here's four tokens. You have four big jump hack units. <laughs> okay, there we go. And... Right. and then all my Thunderkin and bikes are winning you on twos and hitting on threes. Mm-hmm. Cool, I picked up most of them in two turns. And it was just, it was, it was ludicrous. I was yeah. just like, this this isn't fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go through marine bodies without, like, good feel no pains very, very, mm. very fast. They really do like them. So, yeah. no, really, I mean, a lot of fun to play, and I think a lot less frustrating to play. Yes. You know, because previously, you, you you know, I was trying to run Sagittarius, and so not, not for just the objectives, just for the cheap five-man bodies to throw out there, yes. try and get a judgment token on someone. Yeah, but hopefully someone you wanted it to be on, using yeah. the enhancements to try and build the judgment tokens on other yeah. units. You also, I need that before they felt quite clunky to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think now a lot of that kind of like clunk has gone with the yeah. four tokens. Yeah, um, that and as we've said, gaining three hundred points on the list. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, I've got a man, I'll put another land fortress in to start, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. and then oh, I've got another hundred points. Yeah, the land fortress is one I want. I want to talk to you about at some stage because obviously that's that's one of the units which is very like, do you, don't you? And I feel like a lot of players are moving away from it. I've I've enjoyed mine in the games that I have played. Right, I've run two for a lot of the games that I've played since the points dropped, um, and I I do feel at two twenty five, it is cheap for a big durable tank that's also a transport has decent guns on it it's quite and the oc5 i really like i love being yeah. able to shove it on a point with a sagittar and go right that's a oc on there already i haven't even had to get anything out yet you can't just throw you know five warp spiders and take it back so what are you going to do about it like kind of force the issue with that mm-hmm. how have you found yours i i really like to yeah i do because I've, I've always struggled with one because 
you don't want to you again this whole thing about being being able to be aggressive mm. you've got one and you're really aggressive with it and it dies you then don't have any more <laughs> yeah 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 for and sure. like being able to jump things in and out to constantly proc the reward wounds really really useful when you've got more than one because the reward wounds are amazing in yeah. several places whereas mm. before you always felt well if the land fortress is over here they can kind of play around avoiding that one yeah. whereas if you got two it's a lot lot harder to play around too yeah no i completely agree and because you were seeing a lot of marine game plans based around a land raider and you're like it was basically this you know this is cheaper i'm sure it doesn't have flamers yeah. okay it's not a redeemer but it's cheaper <laughs> basically, the same. Like, basically the same in terms of durability you can yeah. park it in cover and take one ap off it and just laugh at people as they try and shoot like dark lances at you and just yeah. like, oh, i saved all of those sorry like yeah. It, it it's yeah it's a very durable tank and i have enjoyed too and every now and again you get to use the two cp shoot them back strat with it and it's yeah. just the funniest thing in the yeah. world <laughs> Uh, oh. Let's talk, let's talk about your games, Jake. Because obviously you you went you went all Sagittarius, didn't you? And you went to LGT very recently. So do you want to rattle through kind of how you found playing them since since the change? Yeah. Um. So I've I've played two tournaments with them in the last two weekends because uh you know uh, I have a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> and, um, so the I'll just talk briefly about the first time I ran Votan at an event because I hadn't really played them much in tenth, and I ran thirty Hearthguard. Yeah. Um. And Tasty. the. Yeah, it was cool. I had to call in a lot of favors as well. Um, but they were like, it was, it felt okay. But like, my main issue with it was just like, once they're in an area, that's them done for the game. Yes. And if you make that like bad decision, then you've really scuppered yourself. Now, obviously, the way of improving that is make the right decision. Um, but, <laughs> uh... but then. But then this is where the whole Sagittar thing came in because yeah. I was like, do you know what? I re I had two and I was like, these are mega. I wonder what happens if I was to run six of them. And, I, <laughs> I, and I've owned six for ages since yeah. Warhammer Fest because I wanted to run six at Warhammer Fest as my last, like this is my last night edition singles event with Votan. Mm -hmm. I want to do it, then didn't do it. Um, so yeah, didn't run land forts. They're not my type of thing. I don't think for my play style, I used to run two all the time. Yeah. didn't, but um. Main thing with LGT, so first game I played uh, Dark Angels, and now to shock everybody in the room, they were actually Dark Angels. They oh, wow. were the unforgiven. I know, I know. I didn't know what this thing did. I was flapping. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, is it? Is it the case of he knows something I don't, and he's going to really catch me out? Um, so it was good, because like, the Deathwing Knights get the six-up feel no pain from the Bannerman, yeah. which was well annoying. But ultimately, <laughs> sadly, it was the case of, like James alluded to when he played Blood Angels, you have four big units. I have four judgment tokens yeah. to give out. Yeah. You're yeah. about to get all of those. Um, so like turn one, like I just it was like a massacre. Like the the lion rapid ingress down, I shot him with a magma rail. It finally worked. I rolled a six on the oh, death wings, no. did six damage to him straight up. <laughs> and I was like, right. Um, and yeah, so like that that was a that was it was a good game though. It was um eighty four fifty two, I think. So okay. like yeah, yeah. really, the Sagittars really pulled their weight in that mission as well because it was a mission I wasn't too confident in. What, um, what guns do you run on Sagittars? Out of curiosity. So I, so I ran the missiles okay. um, just purely for the like head work of you get two really good shots. You then get one like okay swingy shot. You yeah. get a blast shot 
yeah. or like either or and i think like with the current meta like where you're seeing a load of different armies as well like i think there's a it's flexible a, right yeah yeah um, and also the other thing about the blast was I, was I was finding like with the plus one to wound i didn't have a problem with going okay well i'll shoot the blast into your first his d6 plus x the amount of shots um and then i'll try and chip that wound off and then mm. now i can hit you with my bolter or my um my missile so i, I ran missiles i i i'm st- I I don't know. I like the People little lads. Like what they call yeah. the lottery gun, right? The little yeah. sustained E three. Yeah, it <laughs> the even thing works. I like about the missiles is one of them's thirty six inch range. Yes, that was that, that was the play further back yeah. with them. Whereas right. the highlands and obviously the rest of them they're all twenty four or eighteen. Yeah, I mean, everything's twenty four or eighteen, right? Yeah, the army in general, the ranges are so short that a good player can really control your engagements quite aggressively. Sometimes yeah. you can feel like it's really hard to get these 18, 24 inch guns into the right things. Whereas a sad is one of those lovely units where it can be parked somewhere, yeah. and you're like, oh, I need to finish something off, and it's like, is the sad range? Yes, it is because yeah. it's got lovely long range and it can actually and, help. And out. especially if you've got six of them, you've got <laughs> a little bit of flexibility to go. Well, you know. At least, yeah. they'll, they'll at least have the missiles in range yeah exactly yeah. They, can, they can hose stuff down yeah the main thing was like playing into certain things of like where i needed to screen mm. like it was nice to know that a sagittar could just sit there and then like you said you know because he's got a 36 inch range you can just sort of go i'm not completely useless um because yeah. i found i really need the warriors on those points to double down on the oc yes um and then my second game i played black templars this was this was I, I lost this game, but it was an absolutely fantastic game. Yeah. I played an absolutely sound gentleman called Anthony, who was lovely, um, and we just had a super good game. He ran triple redemptor, yeah, and then this is where I was like, That's "What I also played round yeah. two." <laughs> I hate I I hated triple redemptor also yeah. because of the LGT ruling of the ignoring model modifiers yeah mm. so i don't know how familiar you are with this james but um yeah they yeah they ruled it that you the models characteristic modifiers and not the ap and damage on their weapons is pretty much which is, is the long not, and short. it's not good yeah i mean because most other places have been ruling the other way yeah then it is yeah almost everywhere yeah yeah, so um, that's, yeah that sucks because yeah, so you want to put that on on the half guard yeah, plasma yeah or, that's it. Know, so so, yeah. so like a mong i didn't read that in the little yeah. rules docket because i just assumed that you know that's how it would be played so i had grim demeanor on a forge master and a big unit of thunderkin who then proceeds to like like basically anthony's flipping me off like with <laughs> oh i'll just armor of contempt and minus one damage on these redemptors and i'm like why won't you die yeah the, the um, thing with it is that without grim demeanor i just don't know what you do for a redemptor no. like just vulcanite <laughs> mortals and hope but if they're not stood in yeah. front for you to that's what ended up happening that, yeah. yeah um but no he was he was lovely um i this was also where i saw the downside of the sagittar list because we were okay. playing purge the foe and it was very much the case of i went first as well so i put a unit out to try and you know like stage or try and you know get ready for sort of if he wants to um ended up managing then because like where the terrain i've got a lot of models as well you know cuts an angle with a redemptor bang there's a there's a sagittar dead that's you know kill kill more like that happened twice yeah. in a row yeah. which was sad um but no like overall it, it turned once, once like the game got into its flow and stuff like it was really good uh the volkite unit was amazing into the crusader blob yeah because it was just four, 40 plus 10 d6 shots with sustained hitting on twos winning on threes i don't care what isn't it? i don't care what your save is like you get it. <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna make you take them <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. i love Vol- the, the hearthguard bricks into like a three up save it's just funny because you're just like yeah. 
it's just going to keep coming. Like it's, yeah. your armor is good, but this is so many shots. many shots. Yeah, people lose their minds when you start rolling the shots on like a you go, yeah, card but, unit. You do the main gun. You're like right. So uh, and then it's ten d six shot. What? Yeah, it's, right. it's, yeah, it's ten d six plus twenty after you've done that. Like they're like, oh, I've taken a hit here, and they're like, here comes the rest. <laughs> it was it was amazing. Like having no AP, generally, like it's probably one of the only units I've ever gone. Do you know what? I don't care about having AP 100%. because I've got so many dice, and the fact they're sustained. I had the car in there to give them lethal as well. Yeah, um, really, really like so just like it was amazing. Um, third game I played against Vanguard Onslaught Nids. Now this was a really weird one because. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a mix between some big mon- monsters and like lots of little units. So we had two, had two big blobs of warriors with the hive prime dude that like can give them sustained. They were quite scary. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a hive tyrant. He had like death leaper, three nero lictors, double malin scepter, exocrines, all this good stuff. Loads of gargoyles as well. And I think the main thing that helped me in this game was the. Was definitely the judgment tokens that came in massive because those Malin Scepters being like toughness 11 was just like the annoying yeah. spot of like, I need plus one to wound here really, really badly, and you don't have tanks, so my grav is useless. Yeah. Um, and that was that was a really good game. I thought he had me, um, when the like he brought in both Malin Scepters on one flank mm. and like just blasted off a ton of stuff, and then I managed to with the speed of the Sagittars and the Warriors, like getting them in the Sagittars and moving. Um, like it actually then just sort of won me the game where he put them because then I could just instantly swap to the other side mm. of the board. Oh, um, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and claim so that they, side. They give you the flexibility to yeah. mix it up. Yeah, so that that was like the first, that was the one that was one of the games I was like having six Sagittars has won me this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and then um, going into day two, I played Custodians. I drew with them. Um, okay. On paint, like genuinely a really good matchup, like for for Votan, I I feel because of the because yeah, it's like of four models. bricks, right? And you just go yeah. here, here comes the. So judgment. he had double Caladius, uh, so I put two judgment tokens on them just because I was like, I've never played against these. I'm really worried about them. <laughs> They're probably going to kill my Sagittar. Managed to get a really lucky turn one by killing. I I'm out, I put two Sagittar into one of them and managed to kill it. Because oh, wow. um, I managed, I've just managed to cut the angle um because he deployed it and like he deployed it in a really weird way of like if i go first i don't have to move to shoot you type of thing but if you go first you're gonna absolutely pepper me (laughs) with one of them (laughs) um so managed to get that in killed one that set the tempo for the game and then um we were playing priority targets he went second i i very foolishly forgot he had a calidus assassin so spent 15 minutes trying to screen (laughs) him off of this two-man unit of terminators that i know i couldn't kill and then just for him to (laughs) hit me me with the hit me with the bad news of (laughs) i gonna pick my calendar up now and i was like don't you dare don't you (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah but it was it was such nate he's such a lovely chap um we had a really great game but um yeah definitely like it was like like stars aligned, he got the, we got a draw there. Yeah. And then final game, I played some guy called uh, John Scrivo. John Scrivens, yeah. Scriven, um, so. Yeah, some he's been some guy. a lot lately because I've been practicing with him. Locally. Yeah, he he, he did say, with a lot of <laughs> um, Yeah, and he was like, he was saying to me, he's like, oh, yeah, I've played Tom's one in practice games and stuff, so this will be really interesting. Yeah. Um, he went first. I I pregame moved to Sag near the midfield because I sort of wanted to try and bait his unit of Deathwing Knights out really early. Mm-hmm. Not a good old John. He just 
What? <laughs> he, 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 he took the bait, um, oh. charged charged them in, killed the Sagittar, and then like proceeded to have like a nice little sort of stake on the middle objective. Yeah, that and is the then... other thing Sagittars do, right? Is they're good for drawing people out because yeah. they yeah. they're sort of harassment. The it OSP's brought, yeah, it brought like a four hundred point brick out with like the captain and stuff. Yeah, um, and then. I pep then like Hearthguard shot. I think they killed like six or seven of them, That's just from like the mass dice sheer yeah. volume. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that was good. Um, and then I f- believe I put them down to like one model and the captain uh, going into John's turn. Yeah. I managed to also take a few wings off his land raider as well. Um, aggressors came out absolutely peppered my Hearthguard, but I was like, Do you know what? Like, I've now set myself up really nicely for this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then just like sadly, it was the case of kill the land raider, kill the deathwing knights, kill the aggressors. I've got so much OC as well. Like just the amount of models, I just still can't get over it. Yeah. Just yeah, just like just a casual like unit of Thunderkin, just like waddled onto the board and just picked up a unit of aggressors <laughs> with the biophagus yeah. or whatever his name is. I was like, oh my lordy! I was like, how many points is that unit? He was, he's like, oh, three hundred odd. I'm like, yeah. well. It sucks to be you. This is like two thirty, and like yeah. if we're playing proper rules, <laughs> like this also ignores every single rule yeah. in the game. Apparently. It should be even better than it is. Um, it's funny, yeah, you, talk, you talked about monsters with Thunderkin, and that is literally the only problem they don't solve. They solve every other problem. Yeah, problem. It's but like problems. hordes. Thunderkin will kill it. Marines. Thunderkin will kill it. <laughs> Thunderkin will kill it. It's yeah. so good. Which is yeah. why I actually um, do quite like the Sagittarius list because the Sagittarius mm. then deal with monsters. Yes, yes, that's yes. They yeah. were mega. They were mega, mega good. Like they again, like they, like I said, like alluding to with the like Sagittarius helped me win that game. It was just the the, the fire output as well. Being yeah. the nice having the strength twelve gun. So then it, I was reading the balance sets on two. Is is crazy good, right? Yeah, uh, flat free as well. Like you know, yeah. just singing all its praises. <laughs> um, but yeah, so ended the event three wins, a draw, and a loss. Um, yeah. So like scoring. You know, lowest score was 77, highest score was 87. So within that sort of 10 point range. They um, feel hard to beat, right? They feel like yeah, one like, that always puts up a decent number. I think even just in the like, games. Even in the games where I was like, I'm getting trounced. I actually looked at the table and was like, oh no, no, I'm not. I'm just, I've still got so much stuff left. Yeah. Um, And yeah, like I think, yeah, over, overall, like I really like the list. I think there's only very minute changes I would make. Um, the first change would be reading the pack and seeing if they're playing <laughs> properly, um, and then making an informed decision from them. But uh, yeah, yeah. But it, the other thing as well, my list was nineteen seventy five. I yeah. don't have twenty five. No, it's like... really the points are still a bit awkward. I yeah. keep writing lists where it's like fifty five, and you're like, there is nothing I can get yeah. for fifty. Now I have to drop. I can't, a do, whole I man. can't do anything. I'm going to cut it up and start again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like overall, I think it was very positive uh yeah. really really good i think if i was to make any changes it would probably actually be dropping one sagittar and only because then it means i can start a unit of warriors on the table to sticky my backfield early mm. and then using those points and maybe making a unit of six bikes but honestly like i don't think i want to like i just yeah. i actually just love the list how it is yeah yeah it does. Yeah. It has that nice feeling at the moment where it feels like you can play around with different units and try different things. Six bikes does occasionally. Occasionally, I'm like, it would just be nice for every game to start with me throwing six bikes at someone just to get yeah. everything else up the board. <laughs> that is quite a fun option to have. And I keep looking at Berserks. I know you and I had talked about Berserks, James. They're one of those units where it's like there's 
a couple of matchups where I would love to just have some yeah. guys with axes or hammers to just deal with Mega stuff useful. to my lines. So I think, I mean, this was against the Blood Angels. I think I I ran a unit of five with Mauls. Yeah. Um, and he ran a unit of Death Company to mine. And the fight on death, I killed the whole unit. Yeah. Oh, God. And it was just like... This it, just is, it I mean, to me for Chaos Space Marines as well because they like to send those little chosen squads out, and you're like, if if what they hit killed them back, that's a yeah. very different game in yeah, terms 100%. of pattern on the objective. So I do um, think five <clears throat> or ten in two fives, like in and amongst the the bumper cars, yeah. as it were, yeah. might have a place. Because I mean, because uh, I've been running two land fortresses as well. Is is you can you can separate the the hearth guards. The half kin squads with Sagittarius put five in a land fortress, yes, yeah, and then five berserks, yeah, yeah. Which I, I, quite like. I think it's mega solid, like legit. I, I actually mm. like. I, I haven't, I haven't looked at the berserkers personally just because of how like the list archetype. But mm. actually, after the weekend, like just sort of thinking about some of the matchups, I was like, yeah. do you know what? Just a five man berserker brick, a, just to yeah. go in, just to and, push something off that's yeah, got a little bit it too could, close. It could move block, it could, you know, it could punch something off. And then while it's move blocking, if you're playing against an army that can't like shoot it off, or like if you're quite clever with how you place it, it doesn't matter if they interrupt, it doesn't matter if you're going to fight first, if you can get that fight on death yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so overall very solid, uh, three wins are drawn a loss. Yeah. Um, finished like 146th. It was my best best uh, result LGT. Yeah. I've ever That's had. Really so cool. I was happy. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do we? Where do we think in terms of power balance? Do we think they are a problem now, or do we think they're okay? Where do we think they kind of um, sit in the game? It's weird because I think yeah. comparatively, it's they're not a problem, but then maybe because yeah. of other problems. Yeah. yeah. I think Eldar and potentially Chaos Marines look like a slight problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, Colt, I think. It's weird because I think again they're very much like a grey knight issue where like a good player on Colt is mentally good, yeah. but yeah. on their own they're not. To me now, I think yeah, yeah. I think um, I think they I think they're fine because yeah. they they do have clear weaknesses you can exploit. Yeah, and for any yeah. army that's that's that looks strong, if they've got clear weaknesses, then I feel like them being as strong as they are is okay. Yeah. Because I think they feel, they feel hugely oppressive into some matchups, yeah. particularly like skew. Like yeah. they just they just go through skew like it doesn't exist. Whether it's bodies or vehicles, like Chaos Knights, I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna absolutely annihilate all yeah. of these all of these vehicles. There's nothing you can do here. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. like starting to double hand the models back. It's but it's like brilliant. <laughs> oh, it's no, you can use both hands in Warhammer as well, is the famous phrase <laughs> we have in our little team. So um, like if someone's being a bit slow on the movement, it's like, no, don't worry, you can. And he's both fans. And here's these as back as well. Um, now, I do agree. I think for the matchups that like other armies will look at and go, oh, I don't really know how to deal with that. Um, mm. Votan deals super well into it. Um, yeah. I think I think if the top armies get nerfed a bit more like we've seen, yeah. I definitely think they could jump. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, And this is also how I felt about Chaos Space Marines as well, where they yeah, were like, yeah, yeah. They were like sitting about like mid to high, like high win rate. Other things have been nerfed, and now they've just leapfrogged up. When I yeah, think yeah, we yeah. could see the exact same thing happen again. Yeah, uh, for me, it depends a little bit on whether two up save dreadnought iron hands thing becomes like yeah, a very exactly. common list because that yeah. is one that I'm looking at and going, that's horrible for voters. It's also like, now way cheap because yeah. of the like the <laughs> yeah. new the new new points on space wings yeah. as well. So yeah. Mm -hmm. 
forty for one of the dreads or something. It's just yeah, so the ballista, yeah, ballistas is one forty, a redemptor is two hundred. So you could run triple redemptor, triple ballistas, and still have points for other things. Yeah, so <laughs> whatever you want, we'll really. We'll yeah. have to see where they sit, but that might have a have a role. Okay, great. Well. We don't want to make the, the debut one too long, so I'm going to do, give you a little bit of Votan lore for everybody. Then we'll answer oh, the question that we got in the chat. Call it a day. So settle in, because I'm going to tell you about the Einheer champion, Votan fans. So the Einheer are elite, highly armoured Votan troops saved specifically for shock assaults, deep striking attacks, and boarding parties. And their champions, the great big wrecking ball guys, are armoured in giant exo frames with a mass accelerated driver that enables them to move at intense speed for a short period of time so suddenly like kool-aid man through something um, they carry enormous ram shields that's the massive thing on its arm which combined with the speed boost basically turns this champion into a living battering ram capable of smashing down fortress gates and enemies and the name Einhir itself is actually a play on Einherja of norse mythology which literally means army of one which i thought was quite cool oh, that's cool um, so that you know, obviously, obviously, Votan has borrowed in a way I really like from like Norse mythology and insignia yeah. and stuff. I love the way they've done that. I think it's really cool. And the Iron Head Champ was um, was a good one for that. I thought I'd flag it up because obviously there is a new model coming. I believe mm. it's four days from now. Is it? Oh no, it's the fourteenth of October. I think it is. Uh, yeah, two a week and a bit. A week and a bit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we'll be. Yeah, able... I really like, really, really like it. It's so good. And because it's one best. of those units you could run two of. It's like I definitely do want to have a couple. Yeah. I do want to try a list with two. In. I do. Yeah, the charge I, I did run is three. a lot bigger than I appreciated. Yeah, <laughs> free, 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 free with the thirty half guard was good fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's the that's the iron here, champ, for you. So just to finish up, we've got one uh, Votan question in the chat. If you do have any others you who are currently watching feel free to chuck votan questions in here and we'll endeavor to field them but this one i mean you could go for a while with this so this is great we've got what type of new units do you want to see in the new codex you can each have a couple each right okay so i think what, maybe we go with you james first um i want to see so i don't know how familiar people are with the necromander stuff They've got the kind of um, squat dread walker things. Yes, I want those. Exactly. I want those in Votan. Yeah. yeah, is that like Paragon size, like sort of like, mid? Yeah, so like yeah. mid dread size, as it yeah, were. Yeah, like that really appeals Paragon. to me as well. In squads of three, <laughs> or is that too much? I to mean, no, I think that'd be fine. I think I think, I think it would you be have fine. Yeah. Squads of three, and you have a larger one on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be cool. How about you, Jake? I really like. Um, the jump pack dude from yeah. the kill team i think yes. like a unit of those equally yeah. a unit of <laughs> this was the joke we were saying in the chat for vt when the knuckle duster votan man came <laughs> out punch just, just a unit of him but like yeah. but then to like actually make it proper like a ranger type scouting unit so like the pioneers yeah. but not on bikes yeah, so like dread, dread coach, where he's no the leader. <laughs> it's just a knuckle dust again. Yeah, and yeah, um, that would be fun. Yeah, so jump pack people, I think, is is definitely have always been the one. Like, especially since also like like James, we were talking about beforehand, where you bought caradrons and to, yeah. to try and make it yeah. like spots for you. Having that sort of jump pack aesthetic for me, I think, would look so cool. That'd be yeah. really cool. hundred uh, percent. I actually, oh sorry, pioneers on foot, I really like. Yeah. yeah, pioneers on foot would be really cool. Little snipers. I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, this was more from a like a gameplay perspective. If you could get like a cheap ironkin unit, 
that'd be so useful. Like, like servitors. <laughs> yeah, like servitors <laughs> that you can just do actions with on screen. Well, I'll, I'll do you one more. One, what yeah. about like a Thunderfire cannon equivalent? But it's but every <laughs> but instead of shooting, it can do like what um biovores do, and it just forms. Oh, and it Lion King <laughs> yeah. out. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but it's just yeah, like, like the mole launcher thing. Yeah. But, but it yeah. like the, the model like they have to make like ironically cute or something, yeah. so then Instagram goes mental, and then like you, and then like you're like, do I want to summon it? Because then mm. it has to die, and like you know, and then the opponent's like, do I want to kill it? Because it's yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, oh, that's that's like so adorable. Purely, purely melee hearthguard that are like shield and like a big like halberd or something like. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Really durable, proper like yeah. lock a point down. You know, extra wound. Maybe bring give. Maybe we could have minus one damage back. That would be nice. Yeah. Like something yeah. like that. Like a proper tanky Deathwing yeah. Knight type dwarf unit for the middle. But yeah. like, I like the idea of like proper like spears, like sort of halberdy type spears. I think but you could even cool. do you could even do like Thunderkin, but with melee weapons. Yes, that I, would be that cool. That would be well. sick, actually. Yeah, that would be like so two, cool. two big axes or something yeah. like Because I like the idea for them having like a Mornian vowel type equivalent. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And some sort of berserker character would be sick as yeah. well to lead a berserk squad in like a Sagittar. So you have like the the sixth guy and it's like a little yeah. a little nutter with some like I don't know, master of executioners type rules but not like obviously yeah. not like crazy but some, something it's like, like a like a champ like a like an iron here champion but like isn't like he's yeah. his damage it's more damage yeah, more damage and less less durable right he's a proper yeah. like missile character i think that'd be fun yeah um, i think this was great right because they yeah. have do have such a limited roster there's so many ways they could go yeah, and it can yeah. only be pleasing. That's that's the lovely yeah. thing about it. It's like the start of the adventure is very it's very yeah. good fun, right? Because I'd, I'd be very, really happy yeah. with most things. It's very similar to how they did Sisters. I feel is how we're yeah. going to see this. Like, mm. here's a load of stuff that you're very, sort of familiar with and like is the like older style, and this is now the direction we want to look yeah. at with it. Um, I think would be super cool. I'm, I'm really interested. No one said flyers, like a flyer. Well, because I was saving that because I we got a question that's what sort of oh. unit don't you want added to Votan? No I'm going to chuck flyer right in there because flyers can all piss off. I hate flyers. <laughs> flyers are fucking annoying. I don't flyers know. are like the single like I don't know. Like whenever you throw the flyer thing in there, it's either they have to be insanely broken or like this is, completely this is problem, useless. Because right? it's either oh. my flyers, I never use them. Like they're they they have like ten minutes where they're good, <laughs> and they're too good, and they're not fun, or they sit on the shelf. So that would be sad because I want to use on my models. I tell you what, I would take is like a little bitty gyrocopter thing like a little oh, sort of little speeder. flying like a land speeder but like maybe some little yeah. propellers going on something a bit steampunky i think that would be fun um that does us because i think speed although actually this index in some ways is quite quick speed mm. in general and little boopy things would be quite nice to have mm. yeah is there anything else you would not want to see added? Uh, i don't know actually yeah i mean anything really I think I'm great, just I'm so gagging for like something <laughs> new because <laughs> I because I, I know they've only been out a year but I think a lot of us can attest that like because like I, like this is our hobby right like yeah. so you spend so much time doing it that actually like oh they've only been out a year it's because like yeah but I've been looking at the same thing for <laughs> a year like, that's a long time like I get Eldar players you know crying over like Aspect Warriors and stuff and like at least that's a bit longer but for us where we're you know like going to events very regularly playing you know as yeah. much as we can doing hobby it's like 
if this is one of the only armies you do enjoy, like for myself, this is the only army I actually enjoy hobbying and painting. Um, it's been the same for me. Yeah. But I think that's partly because I broke myself by trying to do GSC. And now it's like, oh my God, I can paint like 40 dudes and it's ready. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it, is, it is that. And I think um, like it's hard to think of units you date. I guess if I had to say anything of what I don't want, I don't want more wizards because I'm very like dwarves <laughs> should not have magic. They are yeah, I think priests. <laughs> I was gonna say I think I'd rather them go kind of like room priest. Yeah, yeah. something else out rather yeah, than yeah, yeah, yeah. like a wizard, more yeah. of a chaplain type position. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. I think that's something they are definitely missing, and it would be cool. Like I was very interested when they did do the wizard. I was like, oh, this is really this is it's, it is quite refreshing. Right? It is quite refreshing. Yeah. Um, but I do think the the Grimnir fits very well. Yes, he does. Yeah, and they, they, I thought they nailed the law for him, but we'll save that for another episode. It's fine. The law oh, for the Grimnir is quite, oh, it's quite, it's quite, quite <laughs> enjoyable. Uh, they just need to work out where the hell he fits in the army at the moment. He is, he is in a slightly funny spot. Maybe he could have been a good loan off. I don't know. Um, yeah, I love that he's got a twenty-four inch gun. I didn't spot that the first time. I was like, oh, no, his magic yeah. blast is like a, it's the same range as like a a Magna Rail. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> and it's longer than a Magna Rail. Come on. <laughs> it's more consistent than a magma rail that's oh, let's, not even, start. let's yeah. not even start oh my word that's an appropriate note to end on the most yeah. the most votan thing there is missing with your magma rail um so thank you very much to everyone who tuned in oh no look we've got one more sindri's coming oh, with a detachment yeah. wish list. oh this is a good one that's a this great a question sindri we'll absolutely answer that so from a selfish personal perspective Gimme Cronus, gimme angry, punchy fighting dwarves all <laughs> yeah. day long. Give them just yeah. world uses rules in a detachment and then just run your dwarves at people. I'll be all over that. What would you guys like? See, I, I'm the same. I really, really want my berserks to be. I mean, they're good, don't get me wrong, but I want an excuse to run like 30. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but I think it's, it's coupled on the fact that at the moment that it's hard to go where like where would you go with different attachments because there's such a limited roster. That, that's the issue. So right? Like if, yeah. If, yeah. if we had a berserker detachment, well, you you then only got berserks and maybe a couple of land forts in, and then you've yeah, still yeah. got like a thousand points left to fill. Yeah, I'd I'd love it if like that sort of thing made different units battle line as well so like the berserker detachment is berserker's battle line i think yeah. that would actually be quite cool they've not done this yet have they they haven't no. gone there that'd be taking <laughs> quite an age of sigma place yeah but it would be I think cool it, yeah i i'm gonna go different purely okay. just because i'm that sort of person was about to say twat <laughs> um and uh i i miss my ymir i knew you were gonna say <laughs> I, miss my ymir. <laughs> I miss the involves so so much like every time like, yeah. even at my first event i was so used to just being like like i like, i remember i played a chap called charles in the first round lovely chap and i was like okay so i got five of involve and i was like wait no i don't they're dead i <laughs> and just like just like something like that or I, I would say like the Yajurani sub sub whatever it's called, the plus one toughness one. Yes. Um, but they've sort of baked that in now, so I feel yeah. like mm. that's probably not how they're gonna go. Um I, I would like with like an Amir one, maybe you could have beam come back just as a strat rather than like yeah. all your guns have beams. Yeah. You can like yeah. use a beam somewhere. Yeah. Like a conversion weapon can do a beam effect with a strat. So it's a bit yeah. less like brutal and oppressive, but you can yeah. get that kind of because it was quite a unique sort of mechanic. I mean, it, people hated it, but it was like, I yeah. think that being back in some capacity would be quite fun. 
Yeah, I definitely like bring my Ymir back. Maybe not as like insane as it was. Maybe just, like, <laughs> no, absolutely. Six, maybe like six up involved for the army, five up involved for anything with two up save or something yeah. like, yeah. That. like that. And then just give me lots of str- like I just miss it. Okay, like yeah, I just strategy. miss having yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That book had so many strats as well, yeah, <laughs> oh, no and they were all amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the poor accelerated keyword. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well. I guess like one of the biggest changes was now we have to roll advanced rolls from the index oh, to no. <laughs> okay like we had to I quite like it I like being able to get a bit further if you need to I think it's yeah. quite nice equally I hate the fact if I roll a one or two yeah <laughs> least you know what you were getting you know I assume yeah. there'll be like a sneaky one that's where if if pioneers and and those kind of guys get a couple more units then you can yeah. do detachment what gives them a bit yeah. of play and a bit I of think shit. it. I think the the detachment wish list really depends on like how hard they want to go on the second wave. Yeah, because if they want to go really hard, which hard. I think you with the go hard. <laughs> yeah, always go hard. Right. <laughs> um, I think that with the roadmap, it's a good indication that they're not in the next year. So maybe yeah. it is an indication of they are going to go hard. I hope mm, they are. Fingers, I hope so. fingers I hope so. crossed. Um, but then it also means we've got another year of playing the same eight units. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. We're going to need to space these episodes out. Is yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> and next year's episode on episode two yeah. of Rock Stone. <laughs> How did we all get on at LGT with our yeah, six yeah, satisfiers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. We will. We will wrap it up there. Thanks everyone for listening. Sorry about technical issues at the start. Obviously, this is um, this is a new project. We're very excited. We'll be back again. I reckon next time we'll dive into kind of the index itself. Talk about the sort yeah. of detachment rule stratagems, those kind of things, how we use them. Um, so I don't know when that'll be, but it'll be in the in the not so distant future. Obviously, lovely to to chat to you guys, Jake and James. It was a nice excuse to do that. So that was awesome. Um, obviously, Vanguard Tactics, Toys of Mass Destruction, Six Plus Plus, all very much out in the world. Check us out listen to our stuff i know toys do some wonderful events not too far from me kind of harpenden area that are really worth going to um so yeah fantastic thanks very much for listening in rock and stone we will see you all again soon bye-bye